Welcome back to the More Than Mothering podcast, episode number 11. I'm your host, Crystal Hardstar from The Gentle Counselor, where I specialize in perinatal mental health and parenting support. And we're going to be talking all about common struggles that we have as parents. Now, this is a really big topic, um, but there are some definitely common things that a lot of us struggle with. One of the biggest ones I find is the way that we are trying to parent, so like the parenting style, um, especially when we're trying to be more intentional and conscious about the way that we're parenting. Usually there is one parent that's really on board who's reading all the books, doing all the courses, following all the Instagram pages, um, who's really actually... Um, actively learning and applying things and trying different things out as well. And then there kind of tends to be another parent who is not putting in the same amount of effort or energy and is not really receptive to um, any feedback or engagement in the similar process as well. And this can be really frustrating for parents, whether you are coupled or co-parenting, it can cause a bit of tension because we all want what is best for our children. And so when one person thinks one thing is best and the other thinks that something else is the best, it's going to cause a lot of tension for us as well. Um, so some things that can contribute to this is our childhood experiences. For most of us, we are going to be raising our children similarly to how we were raised. So the way that your parents or caregivers um, treated you in your upbringing is the building blocks of how you are going to be a parent. Now in saying that there are also many of us who recognize the problematic choices or behaviors that we don't want to continue with our children. And maybe you were aware of that as a child or you've become aware of that as an adult. Either way, some things still creep in. You might feel like you still notice moments where you get really angry or frustrated or upset and you don't like it, and you feel like you want to respond in a way that isn't ideal, maybe that's shouting at your kids, or smacking, or putting them in time out, or just that general feeling of, wow, this is really hard, and I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. How am I supposed to parent gently and respectfully when I don't feel gentle in myself right now? So definitely something to reflect on can be your childhood experience, and similar um, to how you've experienced that, your partner or the other parent has also got their own story and their own version of how that's affecting them. So start by getting curious about how for both of you, this has impacted you. Um, and maybe there'll be some things that are common. Maybe there are some things that are not. Uh, it'd be really good to be able to have some open conversations about it. Um, or even just to have in the back of your mind so that you can recognize when things are happening, that that's the place it's coming from. So with that as well, we have our family dynamics that we grew up with. And whether you had both parents or you had a grandparent or auntie, or if you're in the foster system, whatever it might be, um, that is going to have some impact as well. And that can show up in your relationship because when you are a child and you have your own attachment to a primary caregiver, uh, depending on how that was, whether you felt like that was a secure attachment or whether you feel like that was an insecure attachment, when we get into relationships, we activate each other. And so if your attachment is being activated, it might have you 
responding in those similar ways because if in your upbringing you had someone that was not kind to you or who didn't validate your emotions um, or if you felt like a burden or if you felt like you had to manage their emotions all these things are going to resurface in your relationships around you as an adult um, that's how attachment works so Keeping this in mind also makes you realize that relationships are the way forward to developing more of a secure attachment, if that is what the goal is for you. And learning how to not have that attachment trigger run its full force all the time, trying to adopt more of that self-awareness, but also um, how can we in the relationships around us work on this together. So if you are coupled this may look like seeking out a couple's counsellor to do the work together. However, if you are not together, again, couples counselling can still be an option for people that are not together. And if they're co-parenting, it really depends on both of you individually and together. Like if you feel like you've got a pretty good relationship still, even as co-parents, maybe you could still go to someone to work on those communication skills. Um, but if not, then that is where at least individual individual sorry therapy can still be helpful, of course, um, because we all want to talk to someone to help us feel seen and heard. And in that process, you can unpack things and learn different strategies in a new way forward as well. So let's talk a little bit more about effective communication. A really common pattern that I will see is there's one person who, let's say you have an argument or a disagreement, and there's one person in the relationship that wants it sorted then and there. You feel like the whole world is crashing down around you. Maybe even you go from like zero to a hundred and you're like ready to sign the divorce papers kind of thing. Um, it's just that level of intensity for you that things need to be okay now and things need to be sorted now. And then this person tends to be of someone who is not like that at all. They need time to themselves. They want to avoid the conversation or they just don't want to engage in the conversation right then. Maybe they'll do it in like a day or three days time. But as you can tell, that one person's desperate need for connection will come across as clinginess and the other person's need for time or space for themselves is going to come across as very dismissive and distancing. So when we have this pattern between what we would call the insecure um, avoidant and the insecure anxious attachment. So when we have the anxious and the avoidant attachment together in relationships, this makes it really challenging because you are both coming from a completely different place in the sense of how you're trying to get your needs met or how you're trying to get the other person to hear you and see you and your side of the story. But what happens when we're doing that is one person's going, no, me, this is what I think and I feel. And the other person's going, no, this is what I think and I feel, or this is how it is. And you're both so focused on yourself that we're not seeing the other person. So a really challenging thing to do is to not focus on the thing itself. So when something's happened, there's been a disagreement, argument, disruption of any sort, whether big or small, it's not always about the thing that's happened. It's not about the dirty dishes in the sink. It's not always about um, who's waking up in, in the middle of the night. It's not always about who's working more, who's more tired or whatever it might be. It is a little bit about what the thing is. That's kind of a different story though. But what is really happening is both of you are going, this is how I'm feeling. And if I'm saying I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling tired or I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling overwhelmed, that is not me saying, and you are not. 
So we can get into these real like tit for tat kind of behaviors. Um, and when we come in from that place, it's really not gonna help anyone. So what we have to try to do is to see the other person and accept what they're saying as their truth. It's not the truth, but is their truth and what they are experiencing. So when some one of the um, people in the relationship is saying, I'm really tired, I'm feeling very overwhelmed, the response is not to go to like, yeah, me too. Or like, this is how I'm more tired than you because like I was up with the baby all night or I've been at work all day or whatever it might be. It is, oh, you're really tired and feeling overwhelmed right now. That must be really hard. I can see how things aren't manageable for you right now. So when we come in that place with empathy and understanding where we can acknowledge how the other person is feeling and validate their experience, all of a sudden we have this space open up for communication rather than focusing solely on how we are feeling. Because when we do that kind of tit for tat stuff, a wall goes up and we're not seeing the other person in front of us. And this goes both ways and it's really tough to get through. Um, so more often than not, I do recommend people seek out a third person that can do some sort of couples counseling with them because I think it's really unfair to put all the responsibility on one partner who may be watching this video right now, who may be, again, reading the books, trying to figure out what to do and how to talk and thinking if they say something differently or a magical way that will fix it because it's really unfair to put the responsibility on one person and that just adds to the mental load as well. Um, so by getting a third person in, it can alleviate some of the pressure and present you both with an opportunity, an equal opportunity to both share your concerns and what's going on for you and both feel seen and heard in a safe space that is also going to allow for that communication to continue to grow and come through. Um, if you are looking for a recommendation for a book, let me just grab it off my bookshelf. I do really like this one. I think this is a good starter. It's called Attached by uh, Dr. Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. Um, this is going to help you understand attachment more from a relationship perspective, um, especially if you feel like you're more of that anxious attachment style. This can give you some understanding about yourself. Um, and if you were to read this together, obviously your partner would get a deeper understanding and vice versa. In saying that, um, there are some criticisms to be made about the avoidant attachment style. So just be mindful of that when you're reading this book that it can feel very one-sided sometimes. I still think it's a really good overall book to first get into anyway. And if you have no idea about attachment or even how to apply it in a relationship, it's also got a quiz in there that can help get you started. So I think that book's a really good starting point, um, especially if you feel like um, financially you can't, you know, see a couples counselor right now, which is totally understandable. Not everyone's in the same um, position. Um, and that can help you out too. So when we are coming to our parenting struggles, just to kind of bring it back to like the main topic, it is about the thing and it's not about the thing. So when we are upset about our, our partner, you know, whether they're yelling at our children or they're not, you know, following that validating our child's feelings and things like that, when we're able to step back and see it for how it is, thinking about childhood experience, family dynamic, what their upbringing was like and how the communication is going between you two. What was the communication like for them growing up? You can see things a lot differently rather than just feeling like one person is the better parent and the other one is not a good parent. Um, 
taking what I'm saying with context, I'm not talking about things like abuse and neglect. Those are very serious things that definitely do need intervention with a professional. Um, I'm just kind of talking about more like the everyday kind of stuff where we feel like frustrated or we feel like we're not on the same page. And this is going to be particularly challenging if you aren't coupled because it feels like you lose some of that, for lack of a better word, power that you kind of have when you are coupled because you've made that promise to each other. You kind of have that investment together. You're trying to be partnered. And when you're co-parenting, it's a completely different dynamic. But ideally, you still want to be promoting that sameness of partnership. It just looks different because it's not about a romantic partnership, but it's definitely still a family partnership because you have children together. Um, that is going to be challenging in itself if you feel like the other person's really resistant. So the best thing that you can do is try to focus on role modeling. So leading by example, if you're able to approach them with that like care and compassion and empathy, it might take them off guard. It might surprise them, but you might also find that they start then treating you in a similar or a same way, which can be really nice too. So just see how you go with that. Think of the whole like monkey see monkey do role modeling, being aware that you will have your children around observing this, hearing, seeing what you're saying. So it's really good role modeling for them as well to see how adults are supposed to have this communication happen in relationships, whether that's work or family or romantic or friendship relationships or family relationships, we definitely want to be showing them how to have this commu um, communication happening as well. But the kind of like blueprint for this chat is, yeah, to think about all these other factors that can be coming into it and see if you're able to alleviate some of that personal responsibility that you feel if it is an option to bring another person into the equation to help you out a bit. Um, yeah, I hope that this chat has given you some new insight or, or ways to think about the situation that you're experiencing. I'm on social media, mostly on Instagram at The Gentle Counselor, if you want to check me out over there. If you'd like to go to my website to see any of my products and services that I have, you can go to my website, thegentlecounselor.com. If you are looking for individual or couples counseling, I do offer that. Um, so you can definitely head on over to the website to check out more information if that interests you. Thanks so much for joining me. Have a lovely day. Bye, everyone.